0: Thank you for joining us on our podcast for Faith Center Church. We hope today's message builds you up and brings you hope right where you're at. Hope you enjoy the message. Praise God. You can be seated. We set in His breath that oxygen of Him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. I... Um, I really want to say this because I know the other pastors have said it, and about Pastor Appreciation Month that we just came out of. And we cannot thank you enough. We, as in Manny and I and our kids, what gracious generosity you have given to us. For me personally, this has been the greatest um, Pastor Appreciation Month, and I'll, I'll tell you why. It's not because the gifts you've given. It's because the prayers you have given. Um, I've heard this before, and I've said it before, and I've thought this way. This used to be my perspective. You know, as a pastor, you can't go to your sheep, That's what they tell us. I've heard that in pastor's conferences. You know, you can't go to your sheep, meaning when we have a need, a pastor, when we have a hurt, you know, don't, you can't go to your, your flock. You can't go to your sheep. Not true for me. I can go to my sheep. I can go to my flock. I can be raw. I can be honest and say, when you ask me, you okay? No. And you pray. I can do that. And I appreciate that more than you will ever know, that you have prayed for us. Thank you. And for the couple that you know who you are and you sent the um, two plane tickets and the resort to the Bahamas, we cannot thank you enough, Manny and I. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, I love you, brother. You You know your heart dropped. (laughs) You know, you know deep inside, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, where's mine? (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) Guys, I got to tell something since it's Christmas time about my brother. So our Mimi, which was my daddy's mama, you know, she got to a place. She just didn't shop anymore for Christmas which we were loving that because some of her gifts were interesting. But anyway, she began to give us money, you know, and we always got $100. We were expecting it. We got it. We. and uh, Mom and Dad, thank you, Mimi, and Craig and Tracy, thank you, Mimi. And then it got to Manny, and I said, Mimi, $1,000? You shouldn't have. And Craig goes, What? Which it wasn't true. It was only 100. Guys, I can get him. I just choose not to. I choose not to go down there. You know? I choose not to. Why stoop to that level? When I'm here and he's there, it's, you know? Oh, it is your time. (laughs) Glory. Oh, we bring back the anointing, Jesus. Okay. For two weeks now, the Lord has had me, has actually brought me back to a passage. And, um, I have not considered this passage in probably a decade because I'm not there anymore, you know? And, and if you, if you know anything about being a Christian, there's just certain men and women in the word that you gravitate to and that you'll read about based on whatever season you're going through. And, um, whether it's Elijah and you want that anointing, Esther, Moses, David. and So there was a specific passage years ago of a woman, and I could relate to her story. I almost felt like God put it in the Bible for me. and um, But now I'm not there. But at the same time, for two weeks, God's been bringing me back. I'm like, what do you want to say? What are you you trying to reveal? And there was one specific word that came out of this passage I'd never seen before. And I want to minister on it today. And it is the word issue. Issue. I want to talk about a woman who had an issue. All the men in the house are like, yes. (laughs) My woman got some issue. Yeah, you might be it. (laughs) But in Mark 5, verse 25, And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood for 12 years, suffered many things. Now, she didn't just suffer the issue of blood. You have to understand, because of the issue of blood, she suffered many things. She spent all the money she had on doctors, and she grew worse instead of getting Better. Do you have an issue today that has grown worse instead of getting better? Is that you today? The title of today's word, I got issues. I got an issue. Kind of sounds more like a confession than a title for a message, doesn't it? You got issues? Did you come in here today with an issue? Are we setting with some issues? And, and not just today. I'm A very specific issue that has yet to go away. Or, or do you know of someone who has some issues and they're the reason for your issue? They are the issue. That's a hard one too. Because the reality is you could be sitting here going, this ain't for me. I don't have an issue. I'm not dealing with any major issue. But I can promise you, if you live with someone who has an issue, if you have to be around someone on the job that has an issue, you got an issue too. You're dealing with their issues. Do you have an issue today that you wished would stop? See that's the kind of issue I'm talking about. Because the reality is we all face issues in life. You're going to face issues this moment you right now as you sit there. When when you leave here, it's not that you're not going to face issues, but is there an issue that you wished would stop? This woman's issue was so severe she would give anything if it would stop, and she gave everything. And yet the more she gave, the worse it got. Do you have an issue that you wished would home? An issue that you just wish would stop personally? maybe maybe on the job you'd give anything if it would stop this woman had an issue that wouldn't stop it was incurable there's no cure is that you have you been told that about your issue there's no cure you're going to have to live with it i'm here to tell you this morning there's just some issues That the only way they're going to be resolved is when you reach out and you touch him. They're not going to go away. They're not going to stop until you reach out to him and just hold on. And that is all she could do. She came to that point because of this issue. She reached out and she held on to him in a way that no one else was holding on to him that day. And she wasn't even holding on to him. She was only holding on by a thread. The hem of his garment. This woman's issue was of blood. What's your issue of? What's your issue of? Is it the issue of infirmity? The issue of anxiety? The issue of mental disorders? What is your issue of? of do you have anger issues the issue of lust it's a big one in the church it's just not preached about a lot see these different issues of create another thing and another thing and another thing you have to understand this woman's issue of blood whoo it caused many things in her life because of what the issue was of it brought judgment It brought shame. It brought criticism to her name. Has your issue because of what it is of, come on, the issue of divorce. Is that you? The issue of adultery. Been there or done that? Because of what the issue is of, you see, there's some shame attached to it. The issue of addiction. The issue of, come on. So this whole message today is centered around her issue. But see, hear this. That's what issues do. They become the center of you. They become your world. They become your life. Come on. And this issue, it consumed her, overwhelmed her. It took over her life, and it even labeled her. Do you know they referred to her as the woman with an issue? She did. I don't even know her name. It says, this certain woman with an issue of. Can you imagine that your issue is so bad that people refer to you with that issue? Oh, yeah, that's the kid with the issue. That's the family that's got some issues. Come on, we know. Can you imagine being referred to? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's the marriage couple with the issues, you know. Do you hear about that issue? Do you ever? Mm -hmm. the pastor with the issue, the church with the issues. Yeah. Uh They referred to her as a woman with the issue because this thing controlled her and it dominated her. It isolated her. It disqualified her. It dismissed her from being around everyone else. And can I tell you why? Because her issue, you could see it. It was revealed. It was exposed. There had exposure to it. It was an external issue. It wasn't internal. Is your issue right now excluding you? Oh, they excluded her because of her issue. See, their issues were inward. Hers was outward. Oh, it was exposed. Therefore, because it's exposed, we're going to exclude you. We're not going to include you. Her issue, that's what it did. It it isolated her. It was frowned upon. It was shamed. Because, see, back in that day, you know, the woman with the issue of blood, her menstrual cycle, she was put away for a whole week. She couldn't be with her family. That issue's unclean. That issue's dirty. She was separated because of her cycle. I think for some of you, there's an issue. It's just a cycle. It's just a cycle. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. It never stops. It's continual. And the more it goes, the more you're put away. The more you're shunned. The more you're shamed. Come on, by the enemy himself. This woman had an issue for a decade, for 12 years, which means she was isolated that long from everybody a long time to be excluded all because of an issue i hear that in my spirit enough's enough you've been excluded enough from abundant life this issue has caused you to be excluded from the peace and the joy that comes from the lord and the enemy is trying to separate you and he's trying to isolate you because of that issue See, that's what the enemy will do. If, if there was a pack of wolves, you know how they operate. They go into the herd. They go into the flock. And if they can get one sheep to pull away, here she is in the back of the woods, isolated, alone with this issue. But that's what the enemy does. Oh, you got that issue. Oh, you can't go to church. You can't be in your call, and the enemy will pull you away. And when the wolves pull one away, they attack it. She was pulled away and being attacked. Even though it was a physical issue, it manifested into a mental issue. You talk about some mental disorders. Can you imagine being put away in the the woods and you hear the townspeople going about their day? I'll mess with you. Because they're included and she's excluded. Her issue wouldn't go away. I feel for some of you, you've bought that lie. It ain't going to go away. It ain't going to go away. And here's what's happening. You're going away. You're going away. You've gone away. You ain't the same. Her issue was there to stay. There was no ending to it. There was no way out of it. You got to understand this wasn't just an issue that's going to last for a season. She's been given a life sentence. You're going to live with it the rest of your life. Hmm. She felt trapped. She felt anxious. Get this. She became so desperate to the point. She spent all the money she had on treatments. Treating the issue didn't get rid of the issue If anything, it made it get worse. We're real good about treating the issue. Can I tell you why? We live in a society that has all these treatments for any issue you may have. And so we have bought the law. We got to treat the issue, but treating it won't free you. Treating it won't cure it. Treating it won't deliver it. If anything, it'll make it go worse. Treating it didn't deliver her. It defeated her. It disqualified her. It disconnected her. Mm -hmm. It says this in Mark 5, 26. Here she was treating it, but not being cured of it. She had endured a great deal under the care of various doctors. Yet in spite of spending all she had on treatments, she was getting worse instead of What are you treating today? I've learned the more I treat it in the natural, the issue, the more it treats me. In a wrong way. I get treated pretty bad. What are you treating today? Treating it didn't make it go away. It caused her debt. Treating the disease, going to all these doctors caused her debt. Have you ever noticed that? The more you treat it, the more in debt you get. Treating it caused disappointment. Because none of those treatments, can I be real with you, they don't always work. They will for a little bit. But as soon as that Band-Aid falls off, you still got the issue. You hearing that? When she stopped treating it, that's when God healed it. When she stopped treating the disease, that's when Jesus healed the disease. God wants to heal it, not treat it today. Let me heal the trauma. Stop treating it. Let me heal the disease. Don't treat it. You've been treating it long enough. The more she treated it, the worse they treated her. Hear that? The more she treated it, the worse she got treated. This is why, guys, when she sees Jesus, you know what it says, that she crawled on the ground to reach out for him. Because you have to understand, she's as low as how she felt. That's how she felt. I I can't even face him. Because you, you have to understand, she touched him from the behind. She touched him from behind. She, she didn't even touch his flesh. It, it says that she thought to herself, if I, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, oh, I can't touch him. Why wouldn't she say if I could just touch Jesus? No, she didn't say that. He made well. I think it's because she felt so unworthy. Who am I to touch him? Oh, I got an issue. Who, who, who am I to face him? Who am I to be at eye level with him like everybody else around him? Oh, I'm not where they're at. I belong here. My issue is dirty and my issue is shameful and my issue has caused me to feel like dirt. Yeah, this is my level and this is where I belong on the ground. That's how she felt. You know, it's one thing to have dirt on your shoes. All of them had dirt on, them, on their sandals, on their feet, on their feet on their shoes that day. Oh, that proves boy you're you're running you're running your race. Boy, you're in your journey, you're in your lane. You're digging your heels deep into the ground, but when you got dirt on your hands, that means you're low. That means you're desperate. This issue drove her to the ground. Has your issue been driving you to the ground? This this issue brought her to her knees. Have you buckled because of this issue? Oh, but I'm going to tell you something. It was at that place that she touched Jesus that day in a way that no one else got to. And something happened to her that didn't happen to anybody else. Because get this, she was grabbing onto him, reaching for him. Hear that? The touch of desperation. And all she could do was just hold on to him. You know what I hear the Lord say today? Well, you just touch me. I don't care how dirty you are. My garment can handle your filth. My garment can handle your dirt. You know, we hear so many messages about you got to let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. But there's sometimes when it comes to you and what you're going through, God's like, uh-uh, you can't let go. So just hold on. You don't even know how to let go. I mean, good grief if I could just let go. Don't you think I'd be letting go by now? So if you're at that place that you can't let it go, and sometimes, guys, we can't let it go, hold on. There there comes a point in your relationship with him. Just hold on. Hold on to that truth. Hold on to the word. Hold on to the prophecy. You hold on to the promise. You hold on to your faith. Don't you cast your confidence away yet. You're in this holding place. All she could do was hold on. Just hold on. Oh, everybody else is pressing. Everybody else is touching. Everybody else is grabbing at him. Everybody else is swarming him. Everybody else is crowding him, and all she could do is just hold on to him. But it was that touch that caused a power to come from him. Hear that. It says in the word that the garment represented his prayer shawl. Hmm. I want want you to know something. Jesus is praying concerning your issue. Some of you are prayed out. You don't even know what to pray anymore. Jesus is making intercession prayer. She touched his prayer cloth. Jesus never sleeps nor does he slumber, but he makes intercession concerning you and I every night. There is a power that comes from prayer. Can you imagine what he prayed about you last night concerning your issue? Have you ever woken up in the middle of the night or in the morning going, whatever you prayed about me, I line up with that. And I come into agreement with that. Oh, the enemy's lying to me about my issue, but you prayed about it. And you got the final say. Man, when she reached and she touched that prayer shawl, she was made well. Look at this in Mark 5, verse 27. When she heard about Jesus' healing power, she pushed through the crowd, came up from behind him. Remember, because she feels unworthy. And touched his prayer shawl. There's just something that happens when you allow the Holy Spirit to pray through you, pray out of you concerning that issue. It says in Mark, there's a passage about a boy who was demon possessed, and it says this kind can only come out through prayer. It also says in that same passage that everything is possible for one who believes. She believed when I touch him, I will be made well. It could be we're not well yet because we've not touched him. What are we touching today? What is touching us? What are we connected to? You know, usually I read a passage at the very beginning, but but this time I'm, I'm doing things a little bit different. I got things a little bit backwards, but, but did you know that that woman with the issue was a little bit backwards? She's, she's back. She's come to him from, from, from behind. This thing has so got her life all backwards. Do you feel like you're going backwards right now in life? Do you feel like you've taken a thousand steps back in life? Her issue made her feel like she was going backwards. Some of you might seem like you're back in that place of depression, back in that place of insanity, back in that place. Has the issue caused you to go back to a place, I don't want to go back there. Is there some old thoughts? I don't don't want want to go back there. Do you feel like it's taking you back? Come on. Hear this, God, how can any good come from being back here? Ooh, a power comes to those who are behind. Now, you've got to hear that. She touched him from behind. Do you feel you're running behind in life, behind on the future, behind in the ministry, behind in your destiny, behind in your calling? Are you running behind just on bills? What are you running behind in? Is the marriage running behind? Come on. Those who feel behind touch him in a way that those who are ahead never will. Because they're all right, always in front of God. They don't need him. I got this. I Got all the money in the world. Hmm. A power comes to those who are behind. Not on the front lines. Oh, we, Sometimes we get it backwards. Oh, a a power couldn't come to me. I'm just this woman with this really dirty issue. It's got to be all those on the front. You know, they're around him. They get to face him. Front and center, man, on the stage. Look at all of that authority and all that power, not me. A power didn't go to them. A power came to the one who was at the bottom. A power came to the one that was unseen and unnoticed. A power came to the one that was left out, left behind. Do do you feel like that? Like everybody else in life is getting ahead and you're getting further behind? A power is about to come. A power is about to come. Let me read to you this passage, Mark 5, 25, verse 34. And then we'll show the video. Here with the ears of the Spirit, picture you with your issue, and it's brought you to your knees. Picture yourself going to him. A woman was there who had been bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a lot under the care of many doctors and had spent everything she had without getting any better. In fact, she had gotten worse. She had heard about Jesus, came up behind him in a crowd and touched his clothes. She was thinking, if I can just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. Her bleeding stopped immediately and she sensed in her body that her illness had been healed. At that very moment, Jesus recognized that power had gone out of him, he turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, Don't you see the crowd pressing against you? Yet you ask, Who touched you? But Jesus, looking carefully to see who had done it, the woman full of fear, Why is she afraid? Her issue. (laughs) Has the issue caused some fear? Full of fear and trembling, she came forward knowing what had happened to her. She fell down in front of him. Oh, she's in front of him now. And told him the whole truth. And he responded, daughter, not woman with an issue. Your faith has healed you. Go in peace. You're healed from your disease. You know, the difference between her and us, Jesus was on the outside of her. He's in you. Sometimes we're just always trying to reach out here. When he's in here. Can I reach out to a counselor? Can I reach out to a doctor? Can I reach out to the altar? Can I reach out to the praise team? Can I? He's here. There is a power on the inside of you. It's not out here. You're not trying to reach for it anymore. It lives in you. It can raise you up from the dead. The same power that raised him from the dead lives in you. Do you know what's inside of you? Not on the outside of you. Not around you. Not in your soul. No, no, no. Who lives in you? That power. I want to touch him. In a way that he takes notice and says, who touched me today? Wow, power just left my body. How do we hold on? on. Just hold on. People, he's in you. He lives in you. Like we know that, but do we know that? (laughs) Have we tapped into that? Have we tapped into that power? The the miracle, like the miracle power. Oh, my gosh. You know the song, Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? People, do you know? Who lives in you? And once you know that, it doesn't matter what's been said to you. It doesn't matter what's been done to you. It doesn't matter what doctor report you've been given. You know who lives in you. And did you know that the incredible exploits that happened in Jesus' time says greater work shall you do than he did when he walked this earth? It's in you. Demons should be screaming out of services. Handicaps should be coming out of wheelchairs. The power is in the house. You got your power source. You don't need no generator. You know, a storm will cause it to go out, the lights. It's never going to go out, says God. People, do you know who lives in you? I want you to watch and listen to this song, and if we can get all the lights and live stream, I don't know if you're going to get to watch this or not. I don't own the copyrights to this song. I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to say. As you are watching this video, it's all about Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> It's all about Jesus. He is the reason. We don't hear a lot of messages just preached about Jesus. When's the last time you heard a message on Jesus? Sometimes we just got to get back to Jesus. Because you're way back where you shouldn't be, woman. Get back to Jesus. Jesus.